When you do the internal work on yourself and you shift the way that you speak and listen to them or listen them, not listen to them, like how you visualize that person and you just let them be almost like on a first date where you kind of like get to experience that person for the first time. That's when they surprise you. That's when they get to show up as this whole new amazing being. Welcome to the Have It All podcast. I'm Elon Ferdman, and along with my brother Guy, we're Satori Prime. We've spent the last 16 years on a quest of mastery, and not just in business, all areas. Mastery of our finances, our bodies, our relationships, and most importantly, our minds. You see, while most people fantasize about their dream life, we went out and created it. And you bet we learned a few things along the way. So if you want to gain new skills and tools that will help you achieve the life of your dreams, well, you've come to the right place. So get ready to have your mind expanded. Implement what you learn here today, and you'll start living the life of your dreams instead of just, well, dreaming about it. So are you ready to have it all? Let's go. Well, my fellow Satorians, it has come to our attention that many of you are not yet aware of some massive news in the Satori Prime world. So let me let you in on a not so little secret right now. So Guy and I have recently created an app that you can now download on your iPhone or your Android device just by searching for Satori Prime in either iTunes or the Google Play Store. Or if you want, you can even download it directly to your desktop by going to app dot satoriprime.com and the reviews are in and they are lively things like life-changing i love the gamification i share this with everyone in my life and my favorite how is this free so if you want to join your fellow satorians in our very own exclusive community then like i said head either to your itunes or google play store and search for satori prime or simply go to app.satoriprime.com and install it on your desktop. So as soon as you join, what we're going to do is we're going to give you access not only to our amazing community, we're also going to give you access to a completely free 10-part transformational mini-series that we've never released anywhere else. And this is where you can begin to uncover all of these limiting beliefs and start upgrading them. Things like money, overwhelm, procrastination, You'll get to see how you can create accountability in your life like never before, and you'll get to experience life in a whole new way. So if you haven't done so already, come join our Satorian family today. Make sure to go download that app. And now it's time for the episode. On today's call, or today's show rather, I wanted to discuss something that's been coming up for me. It's been coming up for some of my clients, um, and it just kind of been reverberating in my head over and over and over. And so I wanted to give you a little bit of insight um, because, you know, I have two young children. Um, Shia is six and change. Uh, Aaliyah is a little bit over than four, four and a half years old. So they're 18 months apart. And something that my wife said to me the other day and something that I've heard from a lot of parents is that a line and just check in if you're your parent or not. And even if you're not, you can really map this out onto any other person in your life, whether it's your parents, your brother, a sibling, whatever. Um, it'll it'll all be the same. So the the concept is this, you know, and, and people will say something like, Well, they're really testing me. And um I used to think that. I, I really did used to agree with that sentence. 
And today my view on it is a little bit different. And that's why I want to share with you guys today, just a slightly different way to look at it. If you don't have kids, again, like map this out onto any person in your life, your boss, your parents, your siblings, your wife, husband, whatever. It's, it's all exactly the same. Because we've all said that, right? Like they're really testing me. They're really pushing my buttons, et cetera. And so I read something a little while ago that basically said, you know, we, it's called parenting. It's not called childrening, right? Like a lot of the times what happens is parents are constantly trying to mold, even though I'm going to use a different word in a little bit, but in their eyes, mold their kids into upstanding, you know, good human beings, quote unquote. Are they really? Are they really? I'll give you an example. So a couple, right, who's very, very smart, say either like both parents are doctors or both parents are engineers or Ivy League schools, right? What happens when the kid, their kid, doesn't excel at academics? What do these parents do? Are they out there to try to find out, you know, maybe this kid is an amazing athlete or maybe this kid is an artist or a singer or a poet or an architect or whatever, right? No, they're really bothered by the fact that their offspring, this other human being that's supposed to take over their legacy, isn't smart. And so then what gets created in a relationship? In the relationship, now you have a lot of friction. Because the parents want the kid to be some sort of way. And there's a lot of not molding, but rather manipulating this child into being something. And you definitely all know of someone like this. You may have been, listen, I was just as guilty of this, right? Like for me, where I made a switch, and this is the switch that that I would offer you guys to take a look at is... It's called parenting. It's not called childrening. And I don't know how many of you guys have ever watched that show with, uh, I think the guy's name, yeah, it was Cesar Milan. He was the dog whisperer. And if you ever watch any of the shows, you'll know that, you know, they bring him in to fix these dogs who are terrible, terrible dogs. And what does the guy do the entire episode? He doesn't deal with the dog at all. He deals with who? The owners, right? He has no interest in dealing with the dog because he knows the dog is not the issue. It's the human beings training or untraining the dog. That's the issue, right? It's an energy thing. So kids are very, very, very similar. A kid will be very similar or, or predicated based on how the relationship with their parents are. And so I read a book called conscious parenting a while back And it made me highly aware of something. And we don't just do this with children. We really do this with everyone in our lives. And that is we want people to be a certain way instead of empowering the ways that people be. Now, I'm not one of these parents that's like, oh, let your kids do whatever the fuck they want. And like, no, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying Every soul that comes to this world, you as a parent were chosen by this soul to be their parent. 
okay? They chose you to come into your world to teach you things so that you can learn and grow from these little amazing beings. Because I don't know about you, but if you have children, and I think I'm sure you as parents can attest that these children have a way of seeing you in a way that no one else sees you. They have a way of mimicking certain aspects of you that generally you don't love these aspects and they piss the fuck out of you. They're like, it drives you up the walls. And here's the thing. It drives you up the walls. You know, Renee just mentioned that uh, she's got a daughter who's two and a half years old. And so like right now her daughter's finding language and trying to do the whole independence thing. So I'm sure like Renee is going through her, her aspects of it. And there's two ways that you can approach this. Okay. There's the forceful way. And I'm going to explain to you something that, that I've started to play with and something that I started to notice my assertion and just check in, like, let me know if this resonates for you. My assertion is that the first knee jerk reaction that you have to responding to your kids or your spouse or your loved ones or your boss or whomever, the first reaction you have will most likely be, especially with your kids, how one of your parents was, was parenting you. So for example, if one of your parents was very demanding and very loud, that's going to be your knee jerk reaction. If your parent was very manipulative or, you know, passive aggressive, that's going to be your knee jerk reaction. It's because that's the programming of this is how we parent that's very unconscious to you. And that's just what comes out. So I don't know about you guys, but like I've had many occasions where I've reacted and I was like, oh my God, Alex Ferdman, where did you just come from? And I'm not saying that how I was parented was bad by any stretch of imagination. I have incredible, unbelievable parents um, where our relationship is, is like none I've ever seen. I mean, we're, we're parents, we're equals, we're partners. Cause my parents got this concept early on, even without reading all this stuff, they understood that they can learn just as much from us as we can learn from them. And that changes everything. Right, Because if you view your kids, and one of the ways that I language it is my growth partners, these little beings that my wife and I have called into our existence and, and from a soul world have chosen to be in our lives, I'm clear are here to guide and help me grow. If, if, and this is a big if, you are willing to view them as such. Because most people view little people as they're not smart, they don't know what they're doing, they're infantile, and we have to do all of this stuff for them, right? You have a choice. And then I'm going to segue this into like everyone else in your life. You have a choice to either go from childrening, which is like, I'm going to mold these little things into exactly the way that I was not because I'm going to fix everything that was ever wrong with me in these little children. One option. That's childrening. That's not parenting. 
You're the parent. Parenting is working on in here. Childrening is working on them. Your reality, and we talk a lot about this in our Have It All Academy, in any of our courses, right? You want results in your life? There's one place and one place you get to look. You can do all the other things that you want to do, but I'm telling you, eventually, the only place that will ever get you results in your life, in any area that you want movement in, you have to be willing to take personal 100% radical responsibility for everything, every way that you react, every way that you listen, every way that you perceive situations, every way that you react, to all of it, that's your responsibility. There's a way we speak about our children, just like there's a way we speak about our partners or our bosses or our colleagues or our parents. And here's the thing. In your speaking, you're creating over and over and over again a certain image, a certain picture of that person. And here's the thing. That person that you're speaking about can never be any way other than the way you speak them. So for example, if I'm speaking about my kids like they're annoying, they're a pain in the ass, they're difficult, guess what I get? I get annoying, difficult children. If you're speaking about your parents, for example, as nagging, annoying, overprotective, whatever, whatever, that's how they can show up. A massive shift that you can make, okay, is, and I know when I'm going to say this to you guys, it's not going to be like, oh my God, I've never heard this before. You've heard it a million times and it's worth mentioning again because I want to just give you like a slightly different avenue and aspect of it. And I'm going to share a, a very personal story that just happened to me. If everything is within and your reality is purely, purely your inside being reflected out, right? Then that means that every job that you have, um, every situation in your life that you have, the way your children are, the way your spouse is, the way your bank account is, the way your body is, is all because on the inside, you have certain rules and parameters and ways that you speak into reality how life is, okay? Now, people in your life you've painted to be a very specific way. And then you're disappointed and upset when they show up the way that you painted. Like, cause the, the, think about how crazy this is. You don't want them to be that way. Usually the stuff that you say about people is like you complaining about people, right? So you're upset that they show up this way. You keep reiterating, well, they're this way, they're this way, they're this way. And then you're like waiting to be surprised that they show up some other way. And guess what? They can't. How many of you guys have tried? Do people show up differently? Do they like magically become the human being that you've always wanted them to be? No. And how many that are on here right now know that when you make the shift when you do the internal work on yourself and you shift the way that you speak and listen to them or listen them, not listen to them, like how you visualize that person and you just let them be almost like on a first date where you kind of like get to experience that person for the first time. That's when they surprise you. That's when they get to show up as this whole new amazing being. So 
back to children. If you're someone that's complaining about their children, my recommendation is for a week, for the next seven days, monitor yourself, catch yourself, even between you and your spouse, notice how you speak your children into existence. Notice what you're saying to your friends about your children. And I guarantee that you're going to see a very, very succinct correlation between how they are and how you speak them. Because get this, like if I go into a relationship, any relationship, and my listening of that person is that that person is annoying, how do I approach that conversation? Any conversation. I'm not going in there being like, oh, this is so open. This is so amazing. Let me see how this person is today. No, I'm going in going like, oh God, I'm already on the defensive. I'm like, oh, they're going to be so annoying. I'm going to get so annoyed, right? And like before you even show up, there's this whole world that now this person and it's energy, right? So like your energy creates that filter. They walk through that energy. It's almost like they're putting on this mask and costume for you so that you can be right about how they are. So with all that being said, if you just got that everything is inside of you, being projected outside of you, and you truly got that every single person that is showing up in your life is communicating a certain message to you, that messenger, that message that you received, whether it's a circumstance, whether it's you reacted in a certain way, whatever it is, if you just got that you created that so that you could see a growth opportunity for yourself in your life, I mean, truly got that. I know this is a concept that you've probably heard in other videos or podcasts or even read in books. And yet it's really made no difference for most of us. Because it's one thing to experience something conceptually like, oh yeah, I know everyone's here a messenger. And it's a whole other thing to actually experience it. So I want to share with you like a quick little story. I was just in Italy and my wife and I created the intention to deepen our connection and deepen our um, communication skills and things like that. Oh, hey bro. What's up, buddy? Hey, what's up, man? Um, so... That was the intention that we set out and it was beautiful. Like the whole time. And, and one of the things that we put into practice, so I know people create like all these intentions and, you know, we actually created like, well, what's the action that we're going to take around making that intention great. And so one of the things that we're practicing um, and have been practicing for a few months, and I have to tell you, like, this is, one of those practices that I think over a long enough period of time will become easier and easier at this point in my life. It's, it's something that still takes like hyper awareness to do on a regular basis. And that is to communicate in the moment, whatever is impacting me or her at that moment. And especially, I mean, some of you guys that, that have done personal development work for a long time, um, you'll probably resonate with what I'm about to say, where it's like you have so many tools, whether it's with your kids or your spouse or anyone, you have so many tools already that something happens and you have a way to kind of like logically 
play the personal development transformational game in your head and you just bottle stuff up inside and you like go around the feeling because you know ways and tools to kind of like slice it into a way that's like, oh, it doesn't bother me. And so obviously like I've been doing this for 15 years. Fanny's been doing it. We call that, by the way, we call that spiritual bypassing. Spiritual bypassing. So Fanny's been doing this work for 10 years. Like, you know, we're good at this stuff. And what we've realized is that while that's all amazing, there's this disservice of actually in the communication and connection of each other. Because if you imagine that there's like an, an energy flowing through you at all times, when you don't let something out that is impacting that energy, that energy is going to suffocate. The second you let something go, that energy gets to circulate again. And so we created the practice that like on the entire trip, no matter what happens, we're going to be in communication. So anyway, here's a long story, very short. We're walking down the street. I'm looking for a place to eat. We have to meet a whole bunch of people. And we walk by a row of restaurants and she wanted to sit outside. We had a short window. We couldn't find outside seats. So I kind of like turned around and started walking back the other way. And we're about three quarters of the way down the street. And in my head, there's like at least two or three other restaurant options. And I hear her say, and again, I'm, I'm going to be very clear about this. My perception of what I heard, not what she said. My perception of what I heard was, why are you walking down there? There's nothing down there. And I could instantly hear that she was second guessing me. And instantly what I reacted, I just responded. I was like, why don't you just follow me? Like, what's the big deal? I want to go eat. And like, it was just like this eruption out of nowhere. And in the moment I was like, oh my God, what? You know, like, so, so we basically didn't even eat lunch together. She like left. She's like, I can't even be around you right now. And I'm sitting there and I'm trying to figure out like what had just happened, you know, because it was one of those like knee jerk reactions, right? Where I said like, you're, you're impacted by this, this person. And so it took me a while. We even, we had a whole conversation there and and then I got back here. And what I realized is one of my deepest core wounds is this concept of I'm a loser. In fact, I've built my entire life on hiding. I'm a loser from every single person I know. And it took me a long time to figure out how I'm a loser was controlling my life. And so in that moment, when she said what she said, that's what got triggered for me. The I'm a loser conversation is what got triggered. And that's why I had that visceral response. So now going back to this whole messenger thing, what's great to understand is that I actually got that her reaction to me in the way that I responded to her, because she responded the way that she responded, I had to like literally stop there and take mega notice and go like, what the fuck just happened, right? It made me hyper aware. And so afterwards, as going through the process, when I tell you like, be grateful and love these messengers, you know, like she gave me access now to one of the biggest, she gave me access to like a huge opportunity for growth and development for me. She gave me access to understand that there's this still like, I call them like loose wires where the I'm a loser really, really got triggered in me, right? I don't choose to react that way with my wife. I don't choose to react that way with my children. I don't choose to react that way with anyone. And yet these individuals that I have close to me are the ones that will allow me to see that for myself in a whole new powerful way. And so what I want to offer you guys here today is... If you can start looking at everyone in your life 
from a standpoint of, and even situations like the situation is a messenger. The individual is a messenger. It's all opportunity for you to see growth. And in fact, when you have the largest reaction possible is when you can actually look for the largest gains, I guess, in your life. Hey, I just wanted to pause here for a second and tell you about something that I realize many of you have no idea about. So Guy and I have just released a brand new advanced training. So after hundreds of emails and questions constantly asking us, well, how do I have it all? How do I have it all? We've created the five pillars to having it all. So if any of the things we share with you here on the podcast have resonated with you, then I'd like to invite you personally to an all new training. Now you can register for the next live class by heading to www.satoriprime.com forward slash register. There you'll be able to register for the next live class. Or if you're one of these people that I need it now, you can always just watch the latest replay on that page as well. This, by the way, my friends, is a robust, in-depth training that will help you clearly see what's currently stopping you in any area of your life, be it your health, your relationships, your finances, or simply just maybe you want to manifest that big dream. It will help you with all of that. So again, go check it out by going to www.satoriprime.com forward slash register. And now back to the podcast. Does that make sense, bro? I don't know if there's anything you kind of jumped in. So I don't know if you want to add anything. I think, I think that's powerful. And uh, I think talking about spiritual bypassing is, is important. I, uh, I do believe oftentimes we have so many tools that uh, I know for myself, like um, something's disempowered me of story, just kind of like wave it off to the side and not really get present to necessarily what happened, just kind of like dealing with it, like as a, you know, to relegate it to non-reality, essentially. I think what you're talking about, though, is just a, a, a deeper level of uh, taking ownership and responsibility. Look, I mean, to an extent, we could look at anybody in our lives, anybody in reality at all, and say, if we have any kind of reaction to it, we're always just reacting to um, parts of ourselves that we're essentially rejecting. What I want to honor you is for is uh, sharing that depth of something that's not easy to share. Most people don't talk about the, those kinds of parts of the relationship. And... It's a practice I have in place too. You know, obviously, anytime we react, if you uh, are, are externalizing it, you're looking at the situation, you're looking at the person, um, your, your correspondence with yourself is, why are they doing this to me? Why is this happening to me? And then there's no form of uh, personal uh, responsibility. And we're having a lot of conversations about integrity over dinner tonight. And I think, um, you know, integrity is what we were saying over dinner is like, um, when you move morality from it, it's very difficult to take responsibility, uh, or look at your own personal integrity when everything in life is about a right or wrong issue, that there's a right way and a wrong way to do anything. When you start looking at things more about, Hey, do I want workability in my life? Right. Do I want to look at my environment as opportunities to have more workability? Uh, and then it's like, okay, well, how do I create more workability in my life? Well, how do I create more workability in my relationships? Then you do want to start looking at, well, how am I the cause of what's happening over here, right? Not the blame, but how, how did I cause this? So something we were just talking about, and I think it's, it's relevant to this or to really anything. I realized, you know, one of the trainings that we had with doing Landmark for so long, I don't know about you, but ILP, remember like when we used to train people in those rooms? Yep. Like do the, the intros? Something I kind of realized today was it was it was a great microcosm of 
life to notice that when things in that, those rooms didn't work with people, that there was always an out of integrity with yourself. Something I got in your life was out of integrity and that's why I wasn't working in the room, right? And then it's like you put that in integrity and you would watch it, this thing happen in this room just by you you know, honoring and, and working on your own integrity. And I think that that was like a, a show for us, like in a small way of how life works. That when things around you aren't working in your relationships and your business and your health, whatever it might be, most people aren't, going, aren't thinking to themselves, okay, what's out of integrity right now in my life? As a causality for being again cause and what's actually happening. If you're open to it, like take a look at that that's how you're creating them, right? It's not what's negative, what's positive, right? It's his perception of the world. And here's something to, to understand. Like one of the places that we coach from, in fact, it was like, it was really interesting. I actually just did it to, to put this full circle. Like I just did a coaching session with my mom who contacted me and was like, can I get a coaching call from you? And, you know, like for most people that would be like outrageous, you know, I'm the child, she's the parent. And you know what? We don't have that kind of relationship. So with that being said, what I offer you is this. The only way someone will ever make a shift is if they realize that their perception, right? It's all perception. Everything that you see out there is just your perception. How your kids are, your child's perception of the world, that's his perception, right? Like it's just all perception. So the simple question is, does this perception, thought pattern, belief system, whatever you want to call it, does it serve me? Does this help me feel the way I want to feel? If their answer is yes, then there's nothing to have a conversation about, right? Because they're like perfectly satisfied with viewing the world however they're viewing the world. You know, like I'll give you a perfect example. You know, Shia got hurt, like he busted his his toe. And I think I shared this on the, the conversation with Marcy that I had. And he was crying, he was delirious, he was like screaming and the whole thing and And she asked him a really great question. She's like, you know, is this how you want to feel? And he's like, no, no. And he's like crying. She's like, well, tell me how you want to feel. It's like, I want to feel healthy. And I want to, right? And then once they make that conscious choice, now you can look at, well, what what is your current perception giving you? And if that current perception isn't giving you happy, then what can we create as a perception to start not getting you to happy? You know, like if someone's depressed, I think there's this misnomer, like you're going to take someone from depressed to like elated and jumping, you know, there's a shift, right? Like all you're looking for is, can you be an inch less unhappy or an inch less depressed or an inch less negative? Like, and then from there, it's like climbing a mountain, right? The view constantly changes the, the farther you go. And so it's just a matter of like shifting the perspective just one little bit and just getting a different perspective. And now from that perspective, how do you choose? And then from the next perspective, how do you choose? And so back to this whole like parenting versus childrening, again, your perspective chooses to be right about how your children are, chooses to be right about how your parents are or bosses. When you let go of that perception, because that perception does, if you ask yourself, like, does this perception or thought pattern that I have about this person, 
does this serve me? Is this how I want to feel about this person? And if the answer is anything but fuck yeah, then start taking a look at that. In here, they're not going to change. Mm. Your energy, your, you know, like the second I acknowledged my wife and thanked her, which by the way, was a shocking thing. (laughs) You can imagine like, baby, that reaction was amazing. Thank you so much. Here's what I got. She was like, whoa, because for Fanny, one of her things is she's a people pleaser. And so she's really good at bottling stuff up and really good about not communicating and like taking stuff and but right. So for her to have that kind of reaction and go there, I'm sure was not comfortable. And I'm sure was not what, especially in public on vacation, 20 minutes before we were about to meet a whole group of people, right? Like it's not what she wanted. And yet she still got to go there. And for me, it was such a huge, huge blessing. And it's opened up massive conversations. It spiraled into like how I operate with my kids and all of it. It's just been brilliant, 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 brilliant. And the last thing just before, uh, I like guy, I know I was talking for a while, but like realize that the only thing that triggers you to have those kind of visceral, like jarring reactions is the thing inside of you. It's like the loose wire was saying, it's the thing inside of you that you don't want to look at. And so you've created all these amazing people who are willing to show you those areas that you still haven't healed or loved in yourself. And that's why you lash out because you're not lashing out at them. You're lashing out at a part of you that you're just unhappy with and haven't been willing to look at. And so it's just been absolutely massively beautiful. And I, if, if there's any takeaway from you guys from this conversation is, you know, if you have children or if you have anyone in your life that you feel tested by, if you make the shift from they're testing me to they're giving me the biggest gold on, in the universe on a moment-by-moment basis, and every time you up-level your perception or your conscious awareness around this area, every time, guess what? That reaction doesn't come back the same way. You might still have a reaction. Now it's just another layer that you get to look at. It's never the same thing, and it's just been, it's been eye-opening for sure. Awesome, man. Brilliant chairs all around. So hold on. This is so beautiful, guys. And I want to just see like how like uh, personal development is a lot like jazz, right? When people get involved like this in the communication, how it starts moving things forward and progressing and growing, it's really beautiful. So I think that really helps grow the conversation in this direction, which is like nothing, nothing changes when you're locked into a perception. Mm-hmm. Nothing changes when you're locked into a perception of yourself too. If you think you know how you are, how you respond in certain ways, what you're able to achieve, what's possible when you already know something? So we, we live in this digital world of information where everything is about knowing more information. Just notice how limiting knowing more information is, how, how little it makes for the difference of your life. We often give the example of everybody knows how to lose weight, diet and exercise, yet that information makes very little you know, difference out in the world. And that's true for everything. So I think in this situation too, right? Like if Elon is stuck in the perception of how he is with his wife how he responds when she's being like this. Oh, she's always like that. Fine. Right. Like that perception. Oh, they're always like that. Who can make a difference when you have a perception of, Oh, they're always like that. Or who, how can, you know, and the same thing, it's like, think about when people tell you how you are and you want to fight against it. And then you secretly kind of know that you are that way. I'll give you an example. As far back as I can remember being a child, like I travel and I get sick. It's just what happens. And I, I can like, like count it on a clock. 
right? So I travel for two months back in July and August. Just, you know, some some things I chose to do this year is travel a lot. And those two months I didn't get sick. And I really consciously went into that trip going like, not on this trip. This is not going to happen. So now here I am on another trip to Europe. I kind of like booked this last minute trip. Guess what happens? Countdown clock begins. I can tell you the day. I can tell you the symptoms. I can tell you how it's going to go. Seven to 10 days in, start getting sick. Yesterday, basically, not to get too graphic, I had what some would call a stomach bug. So spent a lot of time on the toilet. And I went last night to bed with a fever, like sweating in a bed. Okay. I'm in Paris. Not the thing you want to have when the best food on the planet's available in one of the most beautiful cities in the world. And I went to bed at night pretty early, but I woke up kind of like at 1 a.m. With, with a bunch of pains. And I thought to myself, this can't be anything but psychosomatic. Hmm. Because it happens by the clock. Like I did, I did the math this morning. I'm like, day seven, symptoms. I could tell you how the whole day goes. I could tell you how I feel. And I'm like, there's no way that every time I travel, a bug gets into my system and creates the same outcome. <laughs> Right. So now if I know or if I have some perception about what's creating it other than me, what do I have access to? Yeah. Right. So I'm telling you this because today I walked 13 miles around Paris. Okay. I got to see one of the most beautiful views of, um, of the Eiffel Tower. Uh, I'm here with a beautiful woman. We have amazing fun and we j- joke in life all day long. Um, I went to the Louvre today. Uh, I went to... Uh, the Orange Museum, right? Or some whatever the hell it's called. I saw like Monet's, like most beautiful paintings in the world. Anyway, I was definitely sick at one in the morning today. Okay. But one of the things I learned is we have this affirmations app. Anybody can go and download it. And it's going to give you spiritual context for what ails you. And I started really thinking to myself What's that- the name no, the app? Just because people are going to- Android's called Affirmations. Uh, I don't know. You have one too, right? I did, but I, I lost it and now I can't find it. If you just search like affirmations, probably on either app store, you'll find one. And it's great. You can just type in like my knee hurts, this, that. It's always going to tell you the, the spiritual context behind it. So what I started noticing for me is that like, let's say I bump my knee into something and I bruise it. Before I would think, oh, I'm so stupid. I wasn't paying attention. I wasn't present. Now I get this is in divine order. This was preordained written that my spirit, right before it chose this body, saw the entire lineage of my body, which means it saw the exact moment that that knee was going to hit that chair and cause that bruise at that time, which means that I'm going to limp a certain way or it's going to slow me down or speed me up to keep me on my fucking timeline, right? Now, if you start thinking about things and processing things from that divine ordained order, I start thinking about, okay, well, what is the thing that this is trying to tell me? So yesterday I started getting sick. You know, I started noticing that before I went and got present to, we were walking a bunch. Of course, I'm wearing the wrong shoes. I'm starting to feel sick. I feel like my, my left um, calf starts tightening up. Five minutes later, my right knee starts hurting, right? And I'm, it's basically my body going, it's time to slow down. Now, the old me is like, fuck this, I got this, right? Like, that's an empowering context, not really listening to any of the messages that are being given to me right now. And, and it's like, you're walking funny, like everything, right? Like, you're all the structure of your body. It's like, you're basically throwing yourself out of alignment. Now, imagine most people are doing that their entire lives. They never listen to that stuff. And then you wonder why you have cancer or you have this or you have that or any of the things that we don't actually take the time to listen to. So back to my story. So I'm there at one in the morning. I just had another run in the bathroom amazing, if anybody was wondering, right? I'm sweating profusely. I get back into bed and I think to myself, this can't be anything but something that I'm causing in my life. And I, I, thought, to, I thought to think this, by the way, bro, or remind me to ask mom, that maybe the first time we got on a plane, 
to come to this country, I got sick. Mm. Or to come to the States, I may have gotten sick. And my body is like, okay, when we travel, that's what we do. We get sick. Mm. That, that could be as simple as that, right? But if I know that, now I'm empowered into a new way of thinking, but more importantly, into a new way of feeling. Because there's some feeling that's getting generated when I travel that's creating sickness. Yeah that I'm not fucking committed to. So I'm laying there in bed and I start looking at the affirmations. And of course, it's all about like fear of something intake, you know, how, how you intake things, how they assimilate, how they extricate the body, et cetera. Of course, like every body part is just a, a spiritual symptom, right? So then I'm thinking to myself, well, what an opportunity to retrain my body into health. Not into keep thinking about, oh, I'm so sick. I hope I feel better. I'm like, no, my body knows how to feel well. I'm like, I'm going to generate the frequency and feeling of feeling well within my body. Yep. So I lay there at night while I'm sweating profusely. I just got up from the toilet and I'm just generating this sensation in my body. And I start going, I'm, I'm generating feeling well in my body. Guys, I, sh- I shit you not. Poor choice of words. Again. <laughs> I, 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 shit, I shit you not uh, that I woke up and I'm like, we're talking seven hours later. I'm like healed. Nothing. No remnants. I ate today rich foods, coffee all day long, all the, all the European splendors. Guys, walked for 13 miles. I had a fever last night. I feel great. So, like, I don't know. Okay, maybe that's making up meaning. Maybe that's not. Like Elon is talking about, everything is perception. What's the next step that you're willing to take? Yeah. In the past, I was dealing with the, with the symptoms. The external with the external, I'm like something in my world. I mean, look, I'm here with somebody. We ate all the same food. She's fine. So it's not the food. Okay. I could say, well, maybe it's, I'm not good with cold to hot. Okay. Just another perception, right? That perception doesn't make me feel good. And at the end of the day, yeah, you can always work in the mind and say wishful thinking. Here's what I want. We can all do that. That's easy. The part the trick to me, not the trick, but like what we're called the ultimate party trick is can you get alignment between what you think and how the body responds? So good. Because if my, if, my, if my body, if my mind is like, oh, I want to be healed, great. That's an awesome thought. I, I want you to be healed too. But if your body is going, oh, I'm so poor, I'm so sick, uh, nothing's happening. The, body, the body's the machine, right? So it was just amazing because I'm like, I'm going to get well. And, and usually in the past, it's like, it's, like, it's all mental. Like, I'm going to get well. Like, I'm going to like strong arm this thing. I'm going to fight against it. I'm like, there's nothing to fight here. The body just doesn't know it could be in homeostasis right now. Yeah. And it can be. Uh, it, it was amazing because I actually had a moment where I was laying there that I knew, not like I knew I'm going to get well. I knew that I reminded my body, if that mm-hmm. helps. But like I actually felt the shift from it knows that it's not well to now it knows that it is and it can be again. I could have gone to the gym this morning. Amazing. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. I was going to message you guys last night and I was like, why would perpetuate that even? Yeah. So you know? cool. Because mm-hmm. then you have other people creating that you're sick and oh my God and worried. And I, know, and I know mom would be like, oh yeah, this always happens, blah, 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 right? All that stuff. And I'm like, no, fuck it, new story. Yeah, amazing. So cool. Mm-hmm. So cool. Yeah, all right. So let's, uh, let's start wrapping it up, guys. Yeah, I think the, the, the biggest takeaway from today is just look at any, any area of your life right now that is not a 10 and look at how you're dealing with it on an external basis, trying to manipulate or work or force or whatever, some sort of outcome or result. And if you just, like I said, take 100% responsibility for not as a blame thing, but like as you've willed this or created this into your life. And then what is this here to teach me? 
when you make that shift, you'll at least get to see different perspectives and have an opportunity to make different choices. Um, and I think that's, that's a massive, massive takeaway from, uh, from the call today. All right, everyone. Love you guys very, very much. Bye, everybody. Thank you for joining us. So one last reminder before we wrap up here today, if you haven't already grabbed the app that all of your fellow Satorians are going gaga over, then I would recommend to do it right now. Well, I guess if you're driving, maybe not just this second, but when you get a chance, go to your iTunes or Google Play Store, search for Satori Prime and download it today. You'll get access, like I said earlier, to an amazing and life-changing 10-part mini-series. And if you want to know the clear steps to create the have-it-all life for yourself, this app is an absolute must. Like I said, and you can hear my voice, we are incredibly excited to share it with you and be with you inside of our community. So we'll see you there. So that's it, my friends. That's today's episode. I just want to thank you for being part of our Have It All family and truly, truly thank you for listening to our podcast. If you'd like to help or give back in any way possible, the best way would be to share this or any other episode that you loved with your family, friends, or colleagues. And if you'd be so great as to just leave us a rating and a comment on either iTunes or Stitcher, whichever you use, that helps us tremendously. It only takes about two to three minutes of your time and would mean the world to us. Finally, I want to let you know that if you want to get even more exclusive content from Guy and I, just head over to satoriprime.com and make sure you join our mailing list. Now, I know what you might be thinking, God, not another mailing list, but I promise you, you'll only get an email or two from us per week and it will always have amazing videos and articles that I'm sure you're going to love, promise. So until next time, you can join our ongoing conversation at the Have It All Facebook group where you can let us know how we're doing and what we can do to improve. Love you all, and we'll see you on the next Have It All podcast. Have an amazing, amazing day, my friends.